Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. All right. Everyone, please be patient with possible coughing noises because I... I'm dying. I think because I'm not dying. I the, like this is, is the most COVID? frustrating. You're dying. Thing. It's not COVID. Your moves are weak. COVID. I <laughs> I feel a th- fine physically, and I am like energy wise fine, but there is just a blockage of phlegm in my chest, um, and I think it's just because of the weather change here. TMI. Uh, you know, that's okay. I'm feeling sick. But not like I'm not feverish or anything, so it's not sick with two C's. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, let's. Man, I'm also still slightly delirious from watching the Game Awards last week. <laughs> um, we, I'm still riding that high. Yeah, we it really watched, was quite an experience. We watched that with a bunch of friends. That was great. Uh, some of them were strangers to Forrest. Hopefully, became friends by the end. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a good time had by all. I think my son got really upset at one point because <laughs> I scared uh, his soul out of him. Almost, <laughs> uh, we'll talk you about did. that in the second half. He screamed in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It was a scream of excitement, but to him, yeah. it was a scream of terror. Listen, I have. Uh, there's a, a primal reaction in me when someone goes from wielding one lightsaber to wielding two, and I can't control it. Yeah. Uh, so it, you know, um, I get excited. Um, but, Reasonable, understandable, yeah. even. <clears throat> so let's see. Let's let's talk about some video games that we've been playing. Uh, I'm kind of boring in this area. I'll be honest. Oh. Um, I. Man, I've been playing, uh, I've been trying to get through, uh, Mario Battle Rabbids, um, Spark of Hope. Mario Battle Rabbids. Mario Battle Rabbids. I'm, I'm a little over halfway. Um, <clears throat> I'm in the fourth land, I think. Um, I'm really enjoying it still. I do, uh, I think I talked, touched on this a couple episodes ago. Uh, but really, like, I just think that this game suffers from not being on a grid anymore. Um, it's weird. I don't know how much I like that. I, I wish it was on a grid. I think the level design suffers a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was more interesting when it was on a grid. So that's my biggest thing. But otherwise, it's nice. Um, I did start uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. I picked that up last week. Nice. Uh, man, that game is a B movie, which is fun. Woo, uh, as the Midnight Suns should be. Yeah, it's very, um, it's very fun. I've I've played maybe an hour and a half, two hours, um, and I've gone through the tutorial. Let me tell you, though, this is a weird tactics game. I was trying to describe to Seth the other day um, when we were hanging out the the movement in it because you don't really move. Um, you do your attack and then you move to the enemy you do the attack to. You're not – you have one move that you can choose on your turn 
for one of the characters. But other than that, you do not move. Um, like, you don't position your character. That's weird. It is very weird. Your card predetermines whether or not your attack is close range or long range. And then from there, you get to choose which enemy within that range you can hit? You don't. You choose which enemy you're going to hit within the range of the attack. And then your character moves to them, yes. Okay. Um, And then on top of that, uh, there are two different types of enemies in the game. One with a health bar and one that dies instantly. <laughs> hmm. It's interesting. Like it, it adds um, a a variety in how you need to handle encounters because yeah. you, you know, there's some attacks that hit multiple people, and there's some that hit one person, and so you want to kind of try to group the multiple people together that need to only be hit once by one attack. So that adds a fun layer to the combat. Um, I didn't get to where you really customize any decks yet. Um, but basically what happens is, is you choose from a couple of heroes um, and their decks combine to make the master deck. Okay. So you essentially are building a deck for each hero that you're using. Uh, and then you draw from that deck. So uh, I think the max I think I saw was like 15 or 20 per character. Like I said, I'm pretty early in the game, but uh, I got the super duper deluxe edition, so I got all these cool skins, uh, <laughs> which is fun. Uh, I haven't attached any of them yet, but um, I'm excited to get more in depth in this game. But it is, it's neat. I got past the character creator, and my guy is uh, pretty hot, I think. Nice. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I decided, usually I build a girl when I'm making a character in games but like or a woman but like i decided i'm gonna make a guy this time and i made him hot um so that was fun nice and then you know the game i played for an hour last night when i had the time the game that we all should have started i think the game that we all should have beaten by now to be honest uh final fantasy 7 or final is it Final it, Fantasy VII Crisis no, Core Reunion? It's Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Okay. It's like so <laughs> all over right. the place. Yeah. It's so all over the place. And it is a, 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 it is a bother to try and say it properly. I'm yeah. just going with Crisis Core Reunion at so, the most So right I, now. I don't want to dunk on your hopes, Forrest. I will say that I read like three or four reviews for this game yeah. going in. And there's, it is just a straight remake. There's no, no that's crazy fine with stuff. Me. Uh, like I said, if that was the case, I'll have a blast. <coughs> yeah, I just I mean, won't have a all caps. I want. Did you play the PSP blast. game? Yeah, I have it. Like, so is the combat the same? I well, so here's the caveat. There, I have not had time to play every reunion so, yet. The combat is similar to Advent, or mm, I almost said Advent. <laughs> the combat is similar to, to Final Fantasy VII remake. remake. Okay, that's good. Because um, um, so cr- the PSP Crisis Core was a little more in lines with like think like Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, um, like where it's not as in depth as Kingdom Hearts Two. Um, aside from the you know the lottery, um, yeah, that's continually happening system. while you're playing. Yeah, yeah. 
Like th- that <laughs> that was in the original one too, and it was kind of a problem. They went um, out of their way to give me and Seth. I don't know if you started the game or not. I um, did not yet. But they give they go out of their way to give you what each of the roulette spins means. Oh and I'm like, God. there's 15 of these. I'm not going to remember this. Yeah, absolutely I just not. skipped. <laughs> I was like, it'll Plus happen also, to me as I go. Exactly. Like, it, like, that's one of those game mechanics where you don't have to actually really tell the player. Like, they can figure this stuff out. <laughs> or ignore it. Yeah. Honestly. Because it, that, it seems pretty nebulous. <sighs> well, for, and now. I, it, once again, I'm, in, I'm an hour in. Yeah. But this game also is it, a short game. Yeah. So it's not... The the system can be super helpful. Like there are moments where it, it since it's all randomized, that, like there are moments where it can absolutely just save you right. in a fight that you may be getting your butt whooped in. But like it's not something that you should be relying on at all yeah, because yeah. it's random. Yeah. Like it's like just a gift from the heavens. Uh, but I'm trying to remember what dress sphere it was in Final Fantasy Ten Two that relied on a roulette wheel. But that that was fun, yeah. Or like the jackpot type thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there was a dress sphere and that that relied on it. Uh, that was cool. You could use Sloga to affect the reels and get the the uh, get the outcome you wanted, which was cool. Ten two is actually the first Final Fantasy game we ever owned in my house, and That's it was not dope. because of me; it was because of my sister. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a Sarah game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that game. And then she blamed I, me I've, for I've losing it. I've said that on the show enough. Um, but yeah, I, you know, what else is there to say except for Zach Fair? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, me? Gongaga. I've, I haven't gone to that yet. You will. <laughs> um, and you'll say it right along with him. Yeah. Um, haven't seen Cloud yet, uh, but I got to see Zach. And you've seen Genesis. And Angel. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Man, love them. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for the ride. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I know a lot about the story, but I've never actually gotten to play it. Re- so I'm the only one out of out of us who played the original. Yeah. Oh my I god! Never, I never had a PSP. Yeah, what? and I I had a PSP but got stolen. What? Yeah. That happened with my uh, copy of Birth by Sleep. Seventh grade science class. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, wait. It wouldn't be seventh grade because I was in seventh grade. It was tenth grade. Tenth grade, <laughs> yeah. grade science class. Yeah. It was your seventh grade science yeah. class. No, it was tenth grade. <laughs> P- it was, no, yeah, it was my seventh grade science class. Tenth grade science class. It got stolen after I put it in my backpack because I got yelled at because I was using it to play Coheed. Uh, my favorite band because <laughs> it, it came with it it came it came with the uh the umd oh the media disc yeah yeah that, the umd that had blood red summer on it and i was oh, using Lord. it to listen to music i didn't, I didn't while I, doing classwork i mean to be fair i used my psp that's for a music fantastic well. story and she the teacher yelled at me to put it in uh my backpack and so i did and then when I left class, I just assumed it was still in there because it, you know, was in my backpack. Yeah, yeah. And then I never saw it again. No. Some, someone in that class took it. I think it was Larry Applegate, uh, <laughs> to be honest, because uh, he had a new PSP soon after. And, Curious. Uh, that he's had been a in trouble strata. since then, so I'm doxing you, yeah. you jerk. Uh, <laughs> Everyone um, find him on Facebook. Ask him. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, it uh you know, I 
I never got another PSP, but I did get another. I I bought like two or three Vitas. I was really bad about that. <laughs> wow, you like I would trade one in and then you own the most Vitas out of anyone else in the U.S. I think <laughs> that's really true. Uh, <laughs> I really wanted to make that system work. Um, it didn't help that I worked at GameStop when the Vita hit. Yeah, um, but yeah, so um, I'm enjoying it. I I'm playing two things at once you know um but luckily they're all on different systems so mm. it's it's nice nice um i don't i was gonna start high on life uh because i saw that there was a setting Why? where you can actually hold on he told I, me i'm that getting I, there, I asked the Seth, same thing earlier too is that people are enjoying it and everyone that's enjoying it is saying <laughs> part of the reason they're enjoying it is there's a slider in the options to turn the gun talking down to a minimum <laughs> hmm. and that it's actually a pretty fun game with really good first person platforming. Uh, that's really enjoyable to play when you don't have your guns yelling bits at you the whole time. Um, so I've Interesting. been, I know, and it's only like an eight hour game, so it's not even like it's long. Yeah. Um, I did see that you, there are like four full length movies in the game that you can watch. Yes, yep. and w- one of them is a Red movie that had a, a young Paul Walker and Denise Richards in. Oh, oh. my boy! They did put out a. Why you would do this? I don't know. They put out a thing to warn streamers because I guess some of the movies and characters in there have nudity on them, mm. and so they're like, "Hey, you know, if you're streaming, just know there's a chance." It's like. That it'll be on your stream. But, like, games that have content such as that in it, these days at least, usually have, like, a streaming option in the in the menus. I don't know. This game seems like it came in hot because it apparently ran really poorly yesterday, which was the day it came out. Yeah. And then a patch came patch out at, like, 9 p.m. And everyone's like, oh, it runs great now. And so it's sort of Callisto mm. protocol itself uh. where... It ran like crap for a certain amount of time and then was great. So, um, but what did you play, Forrest? I'm sorry. I've dominated a little bit. No, you're okay. Um, I, I've i actually played a fair bit. I beat Banana 3 since the last time we talked. Um, that game, I, I like the gameplay, but I don't like the combat encounter design, if that makes sense. Like the scenario design. Yeah. Um, and how they just constantly keep throwing in, like, the same two enemy types. And the game has a real big focus on, um, on like, big enemies. And so, like, the point is that, like, you have... The game wants you to use the demon summoning mechanic. And that just... it, it Eventually, it just ends up feeling like a cop-out for combat a lot of the times. And it's just like, okay, I can just sit over here and let my kaiju demons do do the work. And I don't have to do anything. And you still get rewarded for it. Yeah. Um, so it, it takes away a lot of agency from the player, I feel. Which the game as a whole has a problem with of taking agency away yes. from both the player and all of the characters. Yeah. Um, 
I don't even want to get into the story aside from the fact that it's the worst Bayonetta story so far. Like, the previous games are nonsensical, but for the most part, I generally understood why things were happening the way they were and why they were moving along to the places that they were, like, from location to location um, and, like, which characters would be showing up there and stuff. Bayonetta 3, all semblance of rationality and is just thrown out the window. Yeah. And it's, it's rough. Um, also just the game as a whole really feels undercooked, um, for being in development so long, you can definitely feel that there were a lot of ideas that were supposed to be in the game or fleshed out more that just weren't. Hmm. Um, even, even like things that were in previous platinum games that I feel were done better. Like the demon summoning mechanic is just a worse version. I would say of what playing astral chain Hmm. is like, you know, like it, it just, so, so many things in the game feel half baked and like, they're not bad ideas. Like there's, there's merit there. But it's just not as good as it could be, you know? Right. Um, I don't know if I could necessarily... Like, I, I'm not going to suplex certify it. Like, But I won't say that I don't recommend it. I think it's a... Like, gameplay-wise, I think it's a pretty fun experience um, when you actually get down into it and maybe force yourself to not rely on the demon summoning mechanic outside of key moments. Right. When you Um, have to. Yeah. Um, And what I ended up doing actually, because I talked about this, I know with you for sure. I don't remember if I talked about on the last episode or not though, but in the game, if you have a save file from either Bayonetta one or two on your switch, um, you can unlock her, main guns from those games like Scarborough Fair and Love is Blue and doing that changes your move set a little bit to be right more like the old yeah, games yeah, yeah yeah and even like your traversal options um just become the panther and the crow um that you get in the first two games and that just that really brought the together the experience a lot for me, actually it made it feel a little more in line with what I was used to because this game, like it it's, it's saying it's a Bayonetta game, but a lot of the times it almost feels like it does not want you to play it as a Bayonetta game. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and that's a hard concept to explain without having played the game, you know, like it's just not going to make sense. Um, but there's just like, there's just so many like tiny problems that are essentially it's a snowball effect. It's a bunch of small things that are leading to an overall experience that is kind of tainted by it all. Um, um, but like, like I said, there's fun to be had, and the gameplay itself is pretty solid, despite the changes that they made specifically to how you equip and use your weapons. I think by the end of it all, it was a pretty fun thing. But then that gets us into the topic of the weapons. There are so many 
and the game starts throwing them at you. Sometimes, like two, like there was one instance where I got two new weapons at the Very end of a weird. level. Extremely weird. Um, like the previous two Bayonetta's kind of trickled weapons to you. Like every three missions or so, if it you was collect, brutal. yeah, it was brutal. It was rough. And if you happen to collect the um, the LPs to get. Because like, it was usually split up into like two or three LPs that you had to collect the pieces of. Right. And then you would get a new weapon in the last two games. Uh, this game, you have none of that. Uh, you get new weapons pretty much um, when you <laughs> defeat really certain – when you defeat certain bosses um, that are other demons for the most part. And there's this one mission where you get two of them at the same time and then you would think – that oh i got two new weapons i can't wait to try them out the next mission you play as viola instead of banetta so you do not get to try these weapons it's extremely frustrating and i at the end of it i just at like at the like when that happened when i started playing as viola i'm like okay i'm just not going to use these weapons this playthrough then I have no reasoning to like because I'm trying to play through the game. I don't want to already be going back and replaying levels just to experience these new weapons. But like, pace yourself a little better, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, That's all you ask. Yeah. So I ended a simple up, request. A simple request. So I ended up not uh, touching those weapons at all. And if I ever replay this game, maybe I will. You know. Um, but yeah, that's been out of three. Uh, a mixed experience with some good ideas and generally fun gameplay. And I like the, the diversions from the typical Banetta gameplay that it does. Like I said, uh, last time we had a show, um, there's like some kaiju battles that you could do or that you have to do. Um, and, you know, there's like a like a shoot 'em up section. You know, there's a bunch of different things that they try out and not all of them work great and some of them are even a little unfair in their design. Um, but like, it's still fun enough diversions that like when I get back to the regular gameplay, I'm like, all right, like I'm reinvigorated, you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, not suplex certified, but mm. gameplay wise, I could recommend it if you can get it a little <laughs> cheaper than, <laughs> uh, than sale price, you know, or like current yeah. price. Um, but there was that. I played the Forspoken demo uh, that came out over this last week. Heard that was interesting. Y- yes, I. I think that game could be good, not great, but good. The combat um, needs a little bit of tweaking, I would say. Um, but for anyone who is going to either end up trying out the demo or playing the game when it drops, uh, there is a, you know, games these days, there are different uh, performance options you can choose from. You can prioritize visuals, frame rate, uh, do ray tracing, stuff like that. This game desperately needs the frame rate prioritization because I switched it over to um like doing 4k um and it said that it was at like a locked 30 yeah. for that so i could do 4k and like ray tracing it was stuttering so badly like it 
Like, I legitimately could not handle it for more than 10 seconds. Like, I was immediately getting such an averse reaction to it. So, but like when I had it on the, um, the performance, the frame rate mode, it was smooth. It was so nice. Uh, Performance mm. mode is most of the time the way to go. Yeah, I agree. I, most of the time. Yeah. Especially, especially in games that are like high input action games you know like a lot of stuff happening exactly always moving yeah um i i have a lot of stuff that i wrote up about it in some in some notes but honestly i at the end of it i would just say give it a shot um really the only major complaint i have is that the combat it just keeps having you hold down r2 a lot of the time so it feels a little a little um like uh, simple simple yes but then like (coughs) like the way that you attack enemies is simple but you have so many different options that you genuinely could have like between like if you played it and like how i played it like we could have two entirely different play styles that we gravitate towards you know yeah um and maybe, maybe eventually, like when the game comes out, I'll get a little bit more into like the the details on some of this stuff. Because um, I think I may end up picking up this game. It does have forest bait written all over it. What? Yeah. What does that mean? Like I know what forest bait is. I don't feel like the like I know what I like. I don't feel like this game necessarily hits almost any of those points. I think it except does. for. Uh, except for swords that I can. What about summon. the talking cuff? <laughs> you know me, love talking garments on my on my I don't know. I, It does just feel like a game that you would like. I really, I don't know. <laughs> it has the vibe. <laughs> I guess I'll take it that. Feels like an insult, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah it's sure. not an insult. I, that's that's the thing. Like from anyone else, it would be an insult. I think. <laughs> But I from mean, you, but from you, I get it. I get it. Um, you, you will, you will play games that don't look good, uh, and find something endearing about them. Yeah, and I think that this game has at least enough that I'm interested in it. Yeah. So if I'm, if it's enough that even I'm vaguely interested in, like, I like, I think it fits what you would like. So actually, uh. You talk right there just reminded me. Forspoken also has a dialogue slider. Beautiful. <laughs> yes. Um, because it, it, from what I've seen, it sounds like it will need it. Yes, I absolutely can confirm that. Um, it's not like horrible. Um, the amount that um oh, what's her name? The 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 lead character and Cuff talk to each other. Um but like it it could be lessened a little bit, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I give it a shot. Like it, it's a demo. It's free. It's a it, demo. It you can do pretty much everything in it within an hour. It's not going to take much of your time, but it also give you a pretty solid idea of if you're going to like the like the game, I would say. This is one of the few demos where I actually feel like it has enough in it. And it has like it's a good enough vertical slice. You, you're not getting much story. Uh, through it but you are definitely getting a lot of what i think the gameplay loop is going to end up being you know 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also I started playing Sifu, um, which... Oh, won Best Fighting Game. <laughs> yes. yes. Wait, did nice. it win Best Fighting Game? No, no, no. No. No, oh, it didn't? It didn't? No. Oh. No, it was Multiverses got it. Multiverses yeah, yeah, got yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Sorry. Nominated. Uh, Nominated for Best but Fighting yeah, Game. Uh, My C- apologies. Sifu came out earlier this year around the same time that Elden Best Ring Best Fighting did. Game in our hearts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh but yeah. th- this game came out around the time that Elden Ring did, so of course it got swept under the backlog rug for me, and I decided there's not much time left in the year, and the game is actually pretty short. Um, I played it for like an hour and a half, and I'm already two-fifths of the way through it. Nice. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a lot more difficult than I thought it would be, even though like, I already went into it like knowing that it was a very like the combat is very strict like you cannot bs your way through it uh it it demands that you learn it and like i mean i i love games like that uh that's part of the reason i latched on so hard to devil may cry 5 a few years ago right and played it so much is that i was able to learn it and meet the challenges that it was presenting me uh sifu is definitely a similar situation for sure um I, like I said, I'm two-fifths of the way through it. Um, I am very much looking for... It's just a tale of revenge, essentially. Um, y- you play as... Uh, Is it a tale of revenge and love? No love. <clears throat> just revenge. I mean, love for your father who got killed right in front of your eyes by one of his students. Um, you hate to see it. You really do. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, you're you're the kid. And uh, you get the choice to be either... Uh, male or female characters so i went with the female because <laughs> uh, just like you david i i typically um when i play games that give me the option i i like going the other way you know yeah um but it honestly i don't know that, that seems like uh you missed on the opportunity to see the majestic beard growth that's true you did possibly miss that uh the game's <clears throat> short I could go back on, an, on another <laughs> playthrough. Give me another five hours with it, and yeah, I could get some beard going. Um, the game's really fun, though. Um, the The combat is super fluid. The only problem that I really have with it is that sometimes it feels like enemies just do not react to your ta- attacks at all. Like, you will be inputting ah, strings so upon strings, and they're just blocking Final every Fantasy, single thing. Stranger of Paradise. <laughs> Quite possibly. I'll get around to that game too one day. I swear is it. Um, but yeah, sometimes enemies in this game will just be tanking or blocking every single thing you throw at them. And maybe it's just I am not picking up on cues enough from them to like learn how to break their guard. But most of the time, I feel like I've just had to brute force my way through and like just try a bunch of different moves and eventually something breaks them. But then when I'll try that same move again, whenever they start blocking a bunch again, it doesn't break them. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure where the consistency is, but I, it's coming. It it has to be there. Like, like this game's entire focus really is on the combat. It was nominated for best fighting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think it's very, intentionally designed 
um, process that I just have not fully cracked the code <laughs> to yet. Um, but I'm having a good time with it. I think the visuals for the game, like the art style, is absolutely wonderful. Um, I've been it's been something I've, I've been thinking about a lot lately. That just I'm so tired of realistic art direction in games. You know, give me give me something that doesn't look like what I already live day to day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get that. Yeah. Um, and I, I think this game is just, it's like, a, it's got hints of like watercolor paintings in its, in its visuals. And I just, I'm such a sucker <laughs> for, for that. Um, and it's always just a treat to look at, um, especially when you are just beating the ever living heck out of these enemies, almost like they don't even deserve it really like how hard of a beating that they're getting maybe they don't maybe they're perfectly nice people maybe that's the maybe that they're in your way you see yeah they're well that's the thing this is a tale of vengeance maybe uh, maybe there's something a little deeper the cycle of of violence (laughs) it's the cycle of violence But yeah, uh, Steve is a pretty fun time. I'll have that beat by next week for sure. And then I will absolutely have played uh, a bunch of Crisis Core. I might beat get by the, next week. Square Enix should get the team who made Seafood to make a new The Bouncer. <laughs> the Bouncer. I think you're the only person that's wanted The Bouncer. Uh, I'll take a modern port of it. I mean, and also if... Listen... <laughs> If there, if Namor ends up coming out and saying that like the bouncer is important to the Final Fantasy VII remake project or Kingdom Hearts going forward, I will, I will absolutely track down a copy for the PS2. <laughs> oh, goodness, that would be crazy. Yeah, that game's like four hours long. Though it would have to be a whole new game. Oh, I would just emulate it at that point. Then I don't know. It was so short. Hmm. Yep. But yeah, that's a that's all for me. Seth, what did you play? Well, I so Vampire Survivors got released on mobile devices, and so I've been playing that. Uh, it's kind of dangerous to release it on mobile. I think they should the developers should be ashamed of themselves just because <laughs> of how easy it is to lose track of time while playing that. Ah, I see. Um, deviously and battery. Game. While you're at it, what? Yeah, and, what? Yeah, and like fo- battery? Fo- phone battery. Lose, yes, lose track of time. Battery. And lose track of your battery. My phone battery does go quickly, but it's super fun and doesn't really take a whole lot of like. Like it doesn't take a whole lot of focus, but also you completely focus in on it. It's very strange. But I've been playing that. But I also. Um, I've been playing for a couple weeks, actually. Uh, also been playing Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope, as David has. Yes, um, sir. You know, I I never played the first one, so I don't have the comparison point. Um, but I've enjoyed it for the most part. I think it's a, a fine little game. Um, I'm playing it on the normal difficulty, so... None of the battles have really been all that um, difficult to do. It's it's sort of strange because I think that the battles are 
that are like there there are highs and lows um the like specific big boss battles or the big set piece battles i think generally are always all good um and the random encounters that you do like in the level they use these kind of um pre like a, a handful of pre-built maps that you go over yeah. and over through with just different placements of enemies and and those get kind of boring to do um it's sort of weird cuz the like the game is not difficult um and there is there's rarely ever reason that much reason to switch out characters like once you've figured out ones that you like the most um unless you're just having like you have no coins and can't heal your party and need to switch other people out. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's an interesting game. Um, like there isn't, I don't know. I, I know that Davey, you talked a lot about the, the grid nature of the original one. And I don't, again, I haven't, I haven't really played it. I, I actually, I mean, I did play a little bit of it. So I do have, I don't have no experience, but I don't know that it. Um, I don't know that it would improve the gameplay here. I think it it's more comes down to the design of the encounters rather than the fact that um, the previous games were on a grid. So here's um, the the other thing that like genuinely per world now you're getting what. What would you assume? I don't know how far you are, but you're getting maybe five or six handcrafted, designed arenas. Sure. Something like that. It There was no random battles in the first one. So you were right. getting like eight to ten handcrafted battles. Yeah, and didn't, it, didn't all of those take place in the world that you were... Yes. That's uh, the other very in. unique thing is that like... They they took place in the map that you were going through, so you would have to travel back through them. Um, yeah, it's to just get it's back. just kind of a a different design philosophy. Like I don't I don't know that it is by itself like worse. Like, right. Than it's, it, it, it's just they they have put they they moved away from that in order to create I guess more visually interesting worlds that you wa- that you go through um but i think it it probably does lose something that in that those uh, you know it it's it's kind of a lot of emptiness and there are tiny puzzles here and there that um that are not hard to figure out and it and just kind of end up being a little bit tedious um tedious is the right word yeah i mean the but the levels are cool looking so there's So I don't know. It's, you know, there's that drawback because, you know, if you're building stuff on as levels on a grid, the layout of the world is going to look a certain way. Like it won't be, you won't be able to have the kind of crazy verticality that some of the worlds do here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing, obviously I haven't played it. And I think that's probably why they moved away from it was they wanted to create more interesting um hub spaces that you're moving through but i do think that 
having those like having battles that took place on the map probably imparts more meaning as you're moving back through them but you know i don't know it's just two different design philosophies and i can understand that they wanted to do something different for the second one um i guess i just don't understand why they chose to it is both very similar but also a vast departure from what made the first one good and so i just am kind of you know it's just still different i don't know yeah i don't know either um I think the the biggest difference probably from the like the move away from the grid is kind of like I I remember in the brief time I played it when you do the team jump the team jump is way different like you're not jumping to a specific position like you were in the right. first one you're you're jumping and you get like this helicopter thing that that you can drop wherever depending on how how long you have um the helicopter going for um i don't know it's so in a way it kind of makes it more like xcom the game that you know we can argue if it inspired inspired it or not but in that one you weren't stuck on a grid um and in the end it's also sort of weird i don't know if it's weird but the way that your characters always end up sticking to cover when they're by it sort of puts it on a de facto grid system. Right. Outside and, outside of the fact that there are like angled covers in and different there, places. And, there's even and, times where when you're behind cover and the cover will get halfway destroyed and in previous games your character would just go down to the second half of cover and your character just stands there after the top half of the cover is destroyed. And it's very weird that that's the choice they made. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, you, you still get the the half-cover bonus. I don't uh, think yeah, you they do. Don't. I, I'll you be do. honest, I don't think you do. Because when, well, I mean, when you attack enemies who are behind half-cover, it, it's the, the general 50%, depending on what the enemy um, weapon is. But there's been plenty of times I've been behind half-cover and it's gotten an, an enemy has attacked and it's been blocked by the cover. Okay. Um so like All the right. effect is there, but the uh the the bespoke animation of the character ducking behind cover is not. Okay. Um I, maybe I just haven't felt like I've seen it, you know. Yeah. So I don't know, it's like I I enjoy it. I think it's it's fun. Like some of the battles are fun. Some of the other ones are kind of tedious. Um there's been there are like specific in each world there are two battles that are specifically a lot harder like there's one that is generally a big boss monster that you can fight and then there's another one that is a really high level encounter like for the area that you're in and those have been those have been fun and actually like intellectually challenging to get mm. through and like have to you have to actually think about okay what carries am I unit using what are their what like what sparks do I have attached to them um so those have been cool but it's sort of weird that you have this huge collection of of characters who all operate very differently and a bunch of I think there's something like 60 sparks yeah that you that's... can equip to your characters that each have different abilities 
but you can only equip two at a time to any character. Um, so that's the other thing that's getting me with the sparks is that before the things that gave you abilities were the guns you had equipped. Right. Uh, and I, I just, it wasn't on a cooldown. It's just that, you know, you had the goo gun and the goo gun would do goo damage, but it would do less physical damage sometimes. Sure. And like, I don't know it. It's a, it's, there's a lot of like weird, similar differences. If yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is weird. Like they, that they've taken all of the, the like elemental systems and put them onto essentially secondary abilities, whereas enemies still retain their, um, elemental powers on their regular attacks. Right. Um, but it's just weird, like, with the amount of characters and the amount of sparks you can put on them, that it's kind of unfortunate that there is rarely time you have to actually think about that. Um, and in a sense, that's good. You you can, like, stick with the... There's enough difference in the characters that you can find ones that you really like and stick to them. But uh, outside of, like, the designated the battles that require specific characters... There's never really any reason to change them, which is kind of a bummer. Um, so I don't know. It's it's an interesting game. It's not one that I'm like finding myself compelled to go back to, but it's the one game that I have been going back to since um, I didn't have like any of my other consoles set up, and so I've just been pumping it on the handheld Switch. Yeah. Um, but I got those set up before we got on the pod, so I'll be able to play different stuff. Um, Good. And like I'm I'm on the the fifth world and it's the hub is the biggest so far and it's kind of a, a, been a pain to move through. Uh and so like I've whenever I've I've gone to pick it up I've played like one battle at a time and been thinking oh, I really don't enjoy moving through this level. And and just putting it down, which is a shame, uh, but I am, there's only one world after it, so it, it, it'll, it'll, it'll probably be something that I finish, if only because I am so close to the end. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's alright. Like, I have a similar thought on it as I did on Rogue Legacy 2, a game which, you know, I played a lot, but um, just kind of stopped playing because it was fine but didn't really compel me to keep playing um so i don't know it's it's been an an interesting time it it, i definitely remember the excitement i had when it was first announced and the the stuff they showed that was different and it immediately was one that i said yeah i'm definitely gonna play this and it so far hasn't really matched up with that um yeah but it has been fun and i did find it really it found it really amusing that the (laughs) bowser is a character in this one and the scene in which he joins your crew is basically exactly the same as how it happens in super mario rpg oh really um, which i was very amused by like certainly you know different different stuff happening around it but it was kind of the same interaction which made me laugh a lot and i think he's kind of the most fun character to use um 
It's but, fun that he can use a team jump and stuff. It's interesting. Yeah, uh, I, I, he's he's very enjoyable. He's like the exact opposite of Rabid Mario, who I think is the worst character and who I never use. That's Chris's favorite. Ugh. I I don't get Chris. it. I yeah yeah. I use Mario, also, Luigi, I, and Peach. So or uh, I Rabbit I, Peach. I I have to say from the outset. I really didn't like the the rabid characters and the fact that they could talk and all of okay, their they didn't talk personalities. In the first one. They um, didn't talk in the first one. Yeah, that was, that, that's yeah. probably better off. Um, and Beepo's kind of annoying as well. Um, yeah, Beepo was better in the first one too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the yeah. characters did not make good first impressions on me. Uh, but I've gotten used to them, I guess. I still don't... <laughs> You know, it. I, I understand why they're rabbits because that is how what Ubisoft had, um, and they sell. But you know, it's better than minions. I think absolutely. Yes. I mean, they're it's basically so true. Let's be real. No, don't they, don't the don't, rabbits don't, are don't, the minions. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say but such things. I'm just telling it <laughs> like it is. Yeah. Rabbits no. are basically minions. We all no. know it. Uh, but yeah, the hey, game's fun enough. True. Good. All right. Um, with that, we will be back after a short break and we'll talk about the Game Awards. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at, at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher. And while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right, guys. Um, so we were going to have an episode for uh, everyone listening at home last week. Uh, we we're going to record after the Game Awards. And I forgot the microphone at home. Um, mm. <laughs> I see. So I wondered that, why we didn't do it. Yeah, Although same. I'm kind of glad because it was like 11 p.m. God, it was. And I was ready to go to bed. <clears throat> yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty sleepy. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, we were going to have a hot, fresh episode for you Friday morning uh, with our fresh reactions to the Game Awards. And it just, you know, life finds a way to make things not happen. Yeah. And it's okay. And we, um, we I make packed do. up literally everything but <laughs> Except the microphone. For the mic. Cords, <laughs> a headphone set for me to check levels, whole deal. Microphone. Not not one of those things. So sad. Um, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a bummer. But, um, so we're, we're just going to talk about some of the things at the game awards that uh, were really cool to us, not going to go through the whole thing. Um, Cause it, if we start talking about things we don't care about, we'll do an injustice to it. And also probably make you upset in the way that, because we don't care about what you like. Um, and mm. I, as the listener and I, I mean, listen, we all know that death stranding two got announced, but also, None of us has played Death Stranding one. Hold on, no, I think Seth has. 
I have. Yes, yep. he revealed it to me the other day. Not a lot of it, but not a lot of it. Um, I need to go in and play. I've downloaded it onto my PlayStation Five, but I have. Not I don't know if it it's a thing you need to play. Um, and I'm, it's unfortunate that the DS2 trailer was not as insane as any of the uh, the Death Stranding trailers. That's true. It wasn't, except for the part where that woman was shaking the baby. Yes. Um, that was unsettling. The, yeah, the especially as someone, especially since I believe at that point uh, you were holding your own baby in your arms. Yes, I believe I was. <laughs> uh, it made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. The only part about that trailer that intrigued me was the at, at one point uh, octopus tentacles or tentacles yeah. came up. Yes, into the, yes. The baby that thing. like that got me. There were a lot of tentacles. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of Lovecraftian we all like ten- style. Tentacles in the wrong place. Yeah, tentacles, tentacles where, where they, they should be. be. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a Twitter that I probably should follow. <laughs> like just Lovecraftian. Or of tentacles where they shouldn't be. Um, <clears throat> so um, that that's fine and all. Um, I, I'm i still interested on how big Kojima's studio actually is if they're working on an Xbox game and this and at the this, same time. Yeah. Um, and what the scope of each of them is. Um, very interested to see or if they're like reusing the map of America from the first one. And that's why Mm. they maybe were able to turn this around so fast. I don't know. Um, But really didn't even give us a release window though. Did it? So yeah, who, who knows when this is going to come out to be honest and as typical with Kojima projects, they can be teased or revealed almost like five years ahead. Uh, yeah, ahead of time. Yeah, in some cases. So who knows? Right. Um, really, the biggest win of all was uh, Hades Two, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the show started out with a bang, entirely and completely unexpected. Absolutely. Super Giant doing a sequel, and it's Hades Two, and it's fantastic looking. Yes, of course it is. Oh, it looks. Would so you good. expect anything less? And I didn't and expect gameplay, and then they showed some yeah. gameplay. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> it was great. Very, very exciting. So seemingly you're playing as Zag, Zag's sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen her name around, but I can't remember it off the top of my head yet. Either. Yeah, uh, it's another um, minorly mentioned uh, Greek deity who doesn't really have a whole lot of story attached to her. Uh, so it's so not a name a that you would blank know. slate for yeah. <laughs> Supergiant to characterize however they please, which and is she, fine. She's trying to kill Kronos. Good luck mm-hmm. to her. She's got to kill time. Yeah. Certainly she won't be stuck in some sort of time <laughs> loop, right? And, right. I mean, <laughs> we'll, and we'll certainly be killing time with all the time we'll be play, putting into <laughs> the game. Very so true. true. And maybe Very by the true. time that game comes out, I will have completed a run <laughs> fully of the first Hades. Oh, that's so <laughs> brutal, Forrest. <laughs> oh, Forrest. Such a shame. You haven't even seen the best parts of that game. I know. I bet. You need to, <clears throat> you need to get on that. Listen, here's what I'll do. I just won't play Crisis Core Reunion and no, just play Hades. Yeah. And that'll be my game of the year. 
Uh, you know, <laughs> I did play a I lot mean, of Hades this year randomly, so. Uh, I mean, like, realistically, knowing our history, your our <laughs> game of the year is going to end up being Bayonetta 3. So No, no, it's going to be the PSP release of Crisis Core. <laughs> I'll, I'll get a new battery for my PSP just to play the original version yeah. when I'm not at home. That's special. Yeah. Um, but back to the game awards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, really, none of the awards were very surprising as to who they went to. Uh, I mean, opinion. it was in the end. It, it was kind of a surprise that Elden Ring won game of the year, as it rightly should have. But only because God of War was won in every other category that Elden yeah. Ring was uh, nominated in. So you're kind of wondering: Are they really not going to give this to Elden Ring? Yeah, because like. Elden Ring was the game of this year. Yeah, it really... Even if God of War 2 is incredible, it's like Elden Ring was the game that defined this year. And yeah. it rightfully won game of the year. I'm still a little frustrated that Stray won best indie game, uh, in my opinion. I I liked that game, kind of, but like... Other games were much better. Same. Um, Neon White was way better. Yeah. Cold of the Lamb. Like, there are a bunch of other indie games out this year that did more, better. Yeah. There's a lot more bang for your buck. Yeah. On a lot of those games. Um, even though I didn't pay for any of them. Well, I paid for Neon White. Yeah. yeah. I didn't pay for Stray because um, of PlayStation but- Plus. None of them had the the See, backing man, gets, of of the uh, of, of the marketing machine. It gets rated. so far with that marketing machine and the cat memes, like it that carried it so far, and it's so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I like it. The more I talk about, it, the more like mean I'm, I'm <laughs> sounding about. Like a little bit, <clears throat> but like. If you have a little grimy goblin and you do the same game and people would be like, oh, the platforming's kind of bad. This isn't as interesting. Yeah. But because it's a cat that can meow on demand, you are drawn in. Like, it, it's not a one-to-one type of thing. Like, <clears throat> if you take the cat away, the game kind but of isn't, isn't fun. It- but, I mean, it's also, I don't know if that's a fair criticism, because the cat was an intentional design choice that they decided to go with. Right. Sure, but, the, but that, but do, that like doesn't the, excuse the flaws within the game itself. Yeah, right. That, right. that doesn't excuse the, the gameplay flaws that I think that people are very obviously looking past because they were able to be a little garbage cat that, you know, was was mean. Or could be mean. Um, but it's fine. I sound like a cantankerous old man about it. It's fine. <laughs> I I just really liked Neon White. And to me, that was the indie game of the year, probably. Yeah. And I really frustratingly, I wish I had played Cult of the Lamb so I could have an opinion on it. But I don't. It was a fun game. Um, and I know, I know. A lot of people said it was fun. Um, I'm a little confused that... 
Uh, game direction didn't go to immortality. I yeah, I haven't played too much of it, but I do have it on my phone. <clears throat> nice. And you know they directed like actual, <laughs> they did actual direction. Yeah, there was uh, um there there's a and, YouTuber I follow, and he was saying like there's like almost like three entirely different movies essentially yes. within immortality. And you're going through scenes, yeah, and finding stuff. So like um, just from a direction <clears throat> standpoint, that is three entirely different like cost like ca- sets of characters, sets of locations costumes right like just such a Mm, i don't know though i understand the argument that you're making here but the category was not best film direction sure but direction is still direction to me direction is still direct so you're gonna so here's the problem god of war won best game direction yeah that game needed Hours cut out of it. Hours. Maybe it should have been directed a little more like a film. It should have needed more. (laughs) There needed to be more direction. Yeah. Um. And so I don't know. I like I said, I'm not. We're not people that get to vote on this. And we we could for free, but let's be honest the 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 fan voting goes to like what like five percent of the actual vote. The rest of it is Who the. Knows? It's not like clear as to what the fan vote actually does or, yeah. or accomplishes. Um, but you know, we got to see a bunch of awards and a bunch of uh, games be announced. So yeah. that's the the best part. Uh, uh, I would say uh, for me personally, uh, it started off really strong. There was a new Hellboy game announced called Web of Weird. Yeah. Um it's by the studio that did <coughs> that did uh wet uh it came out bef- uh like last year or the year before, hold on. West of Dead. Um West which I know we talked about a little bit on the show. Um it <clears throat> has that cover that just really looks like a Mike Mignola like hell hellboy drawing. Like the cowboy with a flaming yeah, yeah, skull yeah, head, yeah, yeah. yeah. That had um, I think it was Ron Perlman playing that character, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, but yeah, that scans. Yeah, so that studio is doing a Hellboy game, and it's gonna, and they've said said it's gonna be an action adventure game. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Also, but like visually though, that game is stunning to me like that is yeah, just it looks straight like the up. comic it is, it is straight up it is just the hellboy comic but in 3D. visuals but in a way that like it's like it's like that arc system works kind of 3d where yeah it really is emulating 2d in such a yeah. perfect way and i'm just so excited for this game just because i want to get lost in it just looking at every single thing for a few hours but yeah, the game words like start like had that within like the first like five or ten minutes of it, and I was riding that high the entire rest of the night, even through a new Banetta spinoff announcement that would have brought me down if it wasn't for Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> mm. New Bayonetta spinoff. Uh we got a date for Diablo 4, yes. June 6th. Finally. We got um, a Mini 
like a, a, a verse in a chorus from what's her name? Who was that person that came out and sang? Halsey. Halsey. Mm. Yes. It was really weird. That was Didn't weird. do a whole song. Just did a little bit. There wasn't even really a trailer to go with it. It just was the song. And then. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cinematics. Yeah, there was the cinematic. Angels and demons fighting. Yeah. Yeah, the cinematic was dope. Pretty hard. But Diablo's (laughs) cinematics have always gone hard. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's one area that Blizzard excels in. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So, as we talked about earlier, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor um, had a trailer with a March release date. Um, And my son, I was holding him in front of me. And at one point, Cal Kestis is fighting with one lightsaber. And then something happens. And he he just immediately has a second one and he slashes down with both. And I raised both fists into the sky and like let out this guttural scream. And it scared my son so badly. And I felt bad. This look of terror on him. He it did was... not recover. Oh, listen. Was... <laughs> you know, I'm very sad. I'm sad for what I've done, but I don't regret it. Because I, I think he's forgotten it by yeah, now, to be honest yeah. with you. And like, man, just when something happens, something happens to me when you see two lightsabers. I don't blame uh, you, man. And also I'm interested because at one point he's using the dual sided. Um, so like they're adding a different fighting style. How yeah. does this work? Um, I'm excited to, I, I am really excited to see how they iterate upon like what it, like what was like end game cal for us like right double like like you said we, we're gonna have multiple different lightsaber styles now is that just going to be something that we have like from the get-go like how are they gonna mm, could be that you lose, how are they gonna you have the dual-sided it? lightsaber and then you lose it and then, and then it becomes uh, two lightsabers later yeah you know what they redo like lightsaber that. lost from clone wars and that's a great story yeah line. just redo it as cal that's fine uh yeah, they, we, there's also this the the one moment of him igniting the lightsaber with the the cross guard. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, it gets a new lightsaber at some point. I love a cross guard lightsaber. So baby. good. I love it. I love it. I, I just, love unnecessary I things on lightsabers. I just love seeing lightsabers that <laughs> yes, are not just the no, straight no, no, normal. Regu- I there. just love I just, seeing lightsabers. Yeah, I just. Of all different kinds. Does it look? Does it need a vent on the side? No, maybe not. But I think it looks cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I have a problem. I'm aware. Um, <laughs> uh, does it need to be bent? No. Does it really make sense? Not at all. <laughs> but I think it looks cool. I think it looks cool, and uh, that's what matters. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this game is set. Not to go too deep in the Star Wars lore like a little gremlin, but I am. Uh, this game is set during the time of uh, the Obi-Wan show, technically. So I wonder if we'll see Obi-Wan at all, possibly. I know probably not. They'll, they'll probably just want to keep everything real separate. Yeah. But <clears throat> it'd be cool. It would be cool. Um, or you you go to Tatooine. I doubt you'll go to Tatooine, but 
That's the thing. I would like to see Obi-Wan. I don't want to see Tatooine. Like yeah. I'm tattooing out for the most part. Like I don't, yeah, I don't need, especially during I'm, that I era. Right. I don't need to keep seeing it. Um, I don't know who I would like to see. Uh, maybe Ahsoka. He could see Ahsoka yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, she's she's roaming hiding. around. Yeah, she's in hiding and yeah. roaming. Um, so there's people that he could see. Um, f- weirdly enough, um, Night Sister Marin is not in this trailer at all. Oh yeah. Uh, and she was a main character. She was um, the best. She was the best. <laughs> maybe the maybe should have been the main character. <laughs> as much as I like Cal, but uh, I love her. She was great, and um, she wasn't in the trailer at all. People are wondering where she is. Um, I hope she's okay. I hope she's. There okay, was a so. mysterious friend who came who fell out of a back to tank. Yeah, a one arm was friend? missing many limbs. Who? Yeah. Seemed very mad very about getting uh, betrayed by a master. So- yeah. Sounds like a one gallon Merrick to me. <laughs> it's, it's, That's his name, isn't it? The from Force Unleashed. Yeah. God, I hope it's not the Force Unleashed guy. I mean, it it, oh it, it will goodness. probably be a re a redone. A reworked <laughs> version in, of Starkiller. Yeah. And I'm uh, very no, okay hope, with that. I hope Starkiller is in the game and you have to kill him. But it, at this point, it <laughs> would be will silly. will be the Starkiller killer. Hold on. It would be oh, yeah. silly if Starkiller was in it because they named the base Starkiller base in the, in the sequel trilogy. So it, like, it doesn't have the same cachet now because... Force Unleashed came out well before those. Yeah. Um, Starkiller's such a cool name, though. Man, Seth, <laughs> I wish you had played. Uh, I wish you had played. Uh, you did it? Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, fuck. Okay. No, I have not. No. I mean, yeah, you Man. still need to play that. Like, the game's could. great. Like, the moment you're on Ilum and you, you, you kind of realize that Ilum is. The base that they're mining to become Starkiller yeah. base, and it clicks, it's, and, and it's like, like it's very subtle, and it's not it's not inherently said, but you can pick it up, and it's like, oh, this is cool. Uh, yeah, there's the a perfect place stuff. to have a showdown with Starkiller himself. Oh, God. Yeah, um, it's also perfect because it's just a large. Amount of concentrated Kyber, yep. uh, which is what made the Death Star go b- do its thing. Um, so maybe maybe you'll see. Uh, uh, I don't know if Andor is in this time frame either. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> but maybe you'll see other Star Wars characters. I doubt it. Um, maybe we'll see. Uh, what's her name's character from Solo? Ooh, Kira. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, that you, would be cool. Or any think, of those characters. Maybe, like, even Darth... <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that would be I nice. think that's that's a bit too much wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, but, I'm curious. But look, they didn't, they didn't put him at the end of that movie for, for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Well, yeah. I, I'm sorry to say, I think that arc uh, continued in the comics over these this last year and a half. But still, <laughs> he could still run into Cal Kestis yeah, somehow. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, I'm curious to see if we'll end up running into Vader again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
because like how I'm gonna have to tell Chris not to listen to this episode oh, now. Has he not still Yes, he is he hasn't gotten that far. That game has been out for like three years. And that's the main thing I'm waiting for him to get to. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm gonna have to tell him tell not him to, to listen to this. Tell episode. him to skip this section of the podcast. No, he's gonna I'm gonna tell him not to listen to any of it. No. Because I don't want to risk it. He man <laughs> Don't listen to the part where we talk about the game awards because we actually talk (laughs) about spoilers of Jedi Fallen Order. The game's old at this point. But really, I have gone back and played it since it got the 4K 60 frames patch. Yeah. And this game sings on the new consoles. I believe it. It is amazing. Uh, So really, Seth, if you are even feeling an inkling, uh, it's well worth it. There's no better time than the yeah. present. Uh, mm. It's a very beautiful game. Uh, I'll just play that instead of Crisis Core. <laughs> you know, that's not out of the realm of possibility well, for yeah. you. Well, plays Hades. I'll play that. <laughs> and I'll just be the one that plays Crisis Core. Yeah. Um, Listen, I played, play it, Last of I played it a decade ago. No, I'm not playing Last of Us 2. <laughs> um, if anything, I'm playing... And I hate the Order 1886 because I bought it on sale the other day. I want to play that so bad. Yeah. Um, so, also, we got a June release date for Final Fantasy 16. That trailer. Woo, woo, woo. Honestly. Another awesome trailer. At yeah. this point, I'm sold don't on show the game. me anymore. I've seen yeah. enough. Yeah, I don't need to the, see anymore. I'm going to get it. It's going to be I, great. If I see any more from this game, I would like it to be just like a pure straight uninterrupted like five minute segment of something because the if thing with these trailers the, is that they show so much but they're in such small bits that like like i i know i'm sold on this game but i want to i just want to get a pure segment for once you know the actual like someone playing the game yeah rather than like the cool highlights that they plucked out yeah. The only thing that I want to see more of this game before it comes out is someone turning into Doom Train. <laughs> Still holding out hope. All right. I know you want it. I don't know. So badly. He's not going to let it go. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. You know, I got to be honest with you. Uh, the more I've thought about this, it rubs me kind of weird. Um, that the last performance that Kevin Conroy is going to have as Batman is you trying to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't yeah. know if I like that. It's, it's it's great that he is going to be in something posthumously. Uh, but it was also, it was kind of a bummer moment when he, he shows up. And justice in in Suicide Squad killed the Justice League in the trailer. Yeah, and, and they reveal, and then Jeff Cayley said it like it was a new game announcement, which was, I mean, Jeff Cayley had a lot of weird line reads throughout the night, like he always does. But he goes, and yes, Jeff and Kevin Conroy, his last performance, and it's like. But this is not the time to make it a pitch. Like, yeah, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Um, it's okay. Not everything has to be a sales yeah. pitch, um, Jeff. And also, I thought Batman died at the end of Arkham Knight. I thought so too, or at least <laughs> and this is somehow in universe? 
like or it's just or something happened that maybe elevated him a little beyond the scope of humanity or brought him down below the scope of humanity maybe even Fair enough. um like the nightfall ending is so it's very open ended in that game but like it is very clear that there is still a batman around that is not like how bruce normally was so it's gotcha. weird okay the, the I, mean, half, I don't know i only saw the normal ending yeah <clears throat> i yeah i'm one of the crazy people who yeah, I get it. <laughs> I like that game a lot. Doesn't he like turn <laughs> into a fire monster? Yes. Yes, he did. And I don't know. It, like, it's implied that maybe that was just him somehow utilizing I'm fear toxin. I'm realizing I don't remember the end of this video game. I Like, I know he dies, but I didn't think he turned into a fire monster. But it. You it know. may well, just you be only, fear toxin. You're, he fakes you're seeing death. it from the perspective of a guy who is. Yeah. Uh, like a thug being attacked by the Batman. Yeah. And it's it's genuinely <laughs> like horrifying. Um but yeah, it's just weird seeing that kind of ran back a little bit or like demystified. So I'm I'm curious to see how this game handles it. Yeah. I also would just like to see they could more of this game. It. It's it's been a hot minute since we've had anything about it. Almost like a full year, I think. Actually, I don't know if we got anything um, at E three or like beforehand this year. I don't think we did at all. No. Um, but yeah, it's really time to start showing off a little more of this game instead of just cutscenes. Like I, I really need to see some. I gameplay. think they're afraid to. I then maybe they need to make it better. <laughs> until they're not afraid like i like i don't know there's another way for me to put it like <laughs> i need them to start showing gameplay because like i don't know if i want to get yeah, i don't this. think they've they've showed it since the initial reveal trailer yeah and even then i don't think that showed a good portion no i in my the, opinion the, i i'm convinced it is that wasn't like actual gameplay but just like a, a concept idea of what gameplay would be yeah <clears throat> Um, Miyazaki in the final in the acceptance speech for game of the year got uh, stage bombed by uh, after he teased more Elden Ring essentially that they're going to do more in this world this kid that decided to thank his reformed orthodox, orthodox rabbi, rabbi Bill, Clinton. Bill Clinton Bill Clinton it uh, was the craziest moment. The whole time we were saying, who is this kid? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he's was just, wild. He's just standing behind the Elden Ring. So random, random Jewish kid just walked up there with all of them. Yep. It was just hanging around. And they, and they right in frame. Him. They shook his hand, too. Yep. Like when they were going on. It was a great moment. Do you think that was weirder than Al Pacino? Yes. Uh, because Al Pacino's <laughs> always like that. That's fair. I can't read the prompter. I don't know what this is saying. <laughs> it was... I mean, it was a surprise that Al Pacino was there. And that was in and of itself kind of a weird thing, but... You may find this he, as a shock, but he, he does like not play video games. This. But he watched his kids play video games. I feel like I, we just keep hearing that more and more every single year at... Like these big game showcases, 
and events is just like they bring on an actor actor says i don't really play video games but my kids do and it's like okay cool i guess like it's fine for you to not play video games but then be a play a character in them it's okay dude you don't gotta you're not winning us over by saying you watched your kids play games it's like the rock saying enjoy your gaming at the (laughs) summer games fest (laughs) (laughs) okay The other uh, big from announcement was, I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, so it was that uh, Armored Core Six was revealed. Woo! That's All the rumors baby. were true, but it doesn't. It doesn't seem like it doesn't sound like Miyazaki is actually directing it. It is not a soul. So IGN, I think it's IGN or Game Informer did a thing, um, but uh, <clears throat> it's going to be mission based and not Soulsborne. Yeah. I wouldn't uh, be. Right. I wouldn't be like, shocked. I'm sure if it, they're. I'm, I'm sure they're going to utilize a lot of the stuff because they did make a point to talk about how they're going to be huge boss battles, like there are in the Souls type games. Yeah, like I'm. I, I'm not going to be surprised if there are some like mechanics or design philosophies here and there that get borrowed from the Souls games. Um, but yeah, I think it would be hard for them not to. Yeah, especially uh, bring with. Stuff over how successful it's kind of made them over the last decade, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, armored core has always been a very different beast from, from the souls games. Yep. And the last so, one came out in 2012, I believe. Yeah. So this there one was armored. A- this one is armored core six. Uh, but they'd also said it's, it's not like a continuation of the story. Yeah, you gotta love the gall to name something Armored Core Six and, <laughs> and have then it not be, be like, a continuation. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's like a uh, Resident Evil Seven, you know? I guess, yeah, which <laughs> okay. was a continuation, but barely, right? But yeah, and yeah, I'm always excited to see uh, big like a developer like this that's kind of been doing the same thing for a little bit, um, not in a negative way, you know, um, but. Just yeah, they get a getting to stretch the wings to, a little bit, right? Go back to what their old bread and butter was with yeah, way more production value this time. And I mean, I definitely <laughs> rather of, would see a, a new armored core learned. than a new Kingsfield, you know, from FromSoft. Yeah. Like, I'm excited for it. Same. I never, I've, I've never played any of the previous games. Same, uh, and uh, I'm sure this one is going to be like super complex, but. It's it's cool that uh it's more mech there. games so that's yeah. always a good thing. And Jeff Keighley was practically shaking. Uh, I know on the, on the <laughs> as he was talking about yeah the, up, the the announcement that was about to happen. He was very excited. Yeah, that was weird, but it was endearing. But he like was losing his mind when he got to announce it. Um, so I mean it was cool. I loved it. <clears throat> um, there wasn't really anything else that super got to me. Um, uh, yeah, there was. There was something that made quite literally everyone in the room pop off. Oh, you're right. <laughs> That's we all oh screamed like in unison. I can't that believe that happened. I still like. Okay, so a tra- <laughs> a Transformers <laughs> game was announced. But it was very nebulous as to what was actually happening. Yeah. And like, then <laughs> all of a sudden our friend Andrea goes, 
hold on, is this a Transformers game? And then like f- and, and three I think seconds I, later. I think I was like, I don't like, No way. So. And, then, and then you see Bumblebee's arm. Yeah. And then <laughs> and we all just go, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great. It was, it was beautiful. Everyone was just in the moment, yeah. you know? That was like, it was, it was more excited than I, um, at the end of the day, like you get excited during sports with your friends. But yeah. Like, when you, when you guess something like that out of the blue and she doesn't keep up with leakers or anything like we do yep. or like I do. And well, so, also like, this like came out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, like I, we have not heard any rumors. I should have been able to sniff out the Transformers game is coming based on what people post. No one was posting about this. Nothing. Uh, yeah. Um, it's going to be a four-player, one-to-four-player co-op mission-based game type deal. Uh, so pumped. Yeah. It's going to be so, like, <clears throat> even if the game is, like, fine, it's going to be so good. I'm yeah. so happy. I get to be a Transformer. That's what I Yeah. With um, the fellas, you know? Like, yeah. I, what more could I ask for? Listen, I don't know. <laughs> um, Seth, was there anything else that really got you? I can't remember. Yeah, there were there was about like four or five uh like four player open world co op crafting <laughs> games that all had a very similar look that all seemed like they could be this fun. Is, but <laughs> but uh one thing that was cool was we got an announcement of the next game from Team Celeste, Earthblade. That's yes. right. Yes, Earthblade. Which seems there's like uh, there's going to be seems a lot more combat oriented uh, where Celeste was all platforming, but it had the 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 beautiful pixelated art that we have come to expect from them. So that was that was a cool unexpected announcement. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that going in that we would have gotten. A new game from those guys. Um, yeah, that was great. Um, no Hollow Knight Silk Song or or Sports Story. You'll get them one day. Supposedly, David. Sports Story is coming out sometime this month. Yeah, we've got like two and a half weeks. It said December. The clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. Um, I thought we might get a release date here. Uh, really did. Um, no, that's just going to be one that drops. Yeah, or I, or Nintendo will have a random indie direct as they in, are in like the to next do. coming weeks. God, but I think that would be that would be more surprising than it just coming out and them saying, "Oh, it's coming out." Yeah, tomorrow. Here's a trailer. Tomorrow for sure. But. All a lot right, of people there... were fa- were fake mad that Microsoft didn't show anything. Yeah, um, that guy at IGN is special, uh, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. But he—it's uh, a weird thing to focus on. Like, <clears throat> like I have been very critical of the Game Awards in the past. I think this year was one of the best ones that we've had in a while. Yes, so many great fun things were shown off things that we were not expecting uh some very pleasant surprises um some very niche things that i think at least one person was excited for every single thing there like super excited like it's okay if (laughs) 
some of like the companies don't have like if there's no like big three <laughs> exclusives that yeah. get shown sometimes like they don't they don't all have to be there because there's already like the industry is more than just the big three you know and this game awards kind of got to show that like we got we are so excited about what is essentially a bunch of indie games like hades 2 uh the new game from the celeste team uh me with hellboy like these are all indie developers that are getting arguably bigger pop-offs than the triple a teams yeah we don't like it's okay (laughs) for xbox to not be there be fake mad about it, I guess. Yeah, especially Instead when we know we know what big stuff Microsoft is coming with. Yeah, like, it's not like it's not like we don't know what it. is down the pipeline for them. If anything, I'm kind of more confused by there not being a Dead Space trailer. Yeah, if anything, but that's an EA thing, and I mean EA is going to EA. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you on that. Yep. Um, but it was, yeah. Uh, whereas he posted a whole article on Twitter, he was really go- or article on IGN. He was going off on Twitter about it, and people were agreeing with him. That were I was just like, God, this is just gross. Like, this is annoying. Um, it's fine. It doesn't can matter. You not, can you not be happy with um, <clears throat> with the, with what was presented to you? Yeah, like, and I yeah think thinking sometimes. Thinking too much outside of <laughs> what you are shown is a burden. It's okay to free yourself from it and just focus on the here and now. It is true. Um, was there any other news that you saw for us that you cared about? Um, I don't know if we had a release date for the Mega Man Battle Network collection before but we do now i believe it's going to be april 14th of next year cool yeah um and then also just quick side thing uh gundam evolution uh that free-to-play gundam team shooter thing got uh released on other platforms like uh because it was originally i think only on pc um but now it's on playstation yes gotcha so it's on xbox now uh free-to-play Give it a shot. Free to play Gundam Overwatch. Game. Yeah. I need to download it. I have it downloaded uh, on both of my consoles, actually, the Xbox and the PS5. But Look I, at you. I, well, the PS5 is because my roommate uh, did that one. But I'll, I'll take the, I'll share in the victory spoils there. Yeah. Um, but I haven't gotten to try it out yet just because <clears> the <throat> other things that I've been playing. Fair enough. Um, yeah, the Mega Man news, uh, Mario Strikers has getting a final update, uh, with Bowser Jr. and Birdo. That was the final one? I thought. Yep. They are not doing any more. What? Yeah. People are upset. I, Um, I must've missed the final part then. I, for some reason I thought that was going to be more. Might be. It is the final one. Yeah. Um, yeah. People be mad about that. Um, and then uh, the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters were rated for Switch and PlayStation. As they should have been the whole time. Uh, we'll see if they actually show up on anything. But Here's hoping. Like uh, This just goes back to things that I've probably said before. Of There's no reason that these 
back like the, these back catalogs of very influential important games should not be available currently to pretty much everyone yep <laughs> simple as yep um all right well with that we appreciate you listening as always um and we will be hopefully on a regular cadence maybe not next week because of christmas and with everything that's going to be going on that week but we will be back the week after um leading into the new year probably with our we need some time uh to meld our brains together yeah yes to um, we have to consume and digest this new batch of final fantasy before we <laughs> yeah, can correct <laughs> before the um, unimind so so we need to to put our brains together in a jar and uh figure out what the game of the year is and how it will be done but that will be uh done by the end of the year for the week after christmas um i'm gonna put it down yeah um, so we won't have an episode next week but uh with that we will talk at you later and have a good day bye ciao see ya